welcome to today's podcast. My name is Amber and the website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner and I've been running my own healing practice for uh, just over 15 years now. My work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose, uh, sacred union work and intuitive reading and also the shamanic healings and transforcement. So the website is sacredspacehealing.org. Now, first of all, thank you to everyone who listens in to these podcasts. I really appreciate all your messages and support. Um, yeah, just all your kind of sharings of how the podcasts have impacted on your life. It's really, I can't really put into words how sort of um, enriching it is to hear that. So absolutely keep the feedback coming if there's podcasts that you feel um, haven't been created yet, but you have uh, ideas for topics, please feel free to send me those ideas as well. Um, the email address is amber at sacredspacehealing.org. And then some of you have asked how you can support the work, and you can do that by going on the website and then just clicking the home button. There's a drop-down menu and there is a donations button there, and you can donate as much as little as you feel called to, and everything goes back into the work. Today's podcast is looking at the subject of suicide. Um, I debated whether to put this out there, but I, um, I'm hoping that the, re- that the, the sharing of this uh, will assist some of you who come across it who may be, um, who may be resonating with the, the topic in some way or other. So the first thing to say is I am not a mental health professional. I'm not a registered therapist. I'm not a qualified therapist. I am a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner. So everything that I offer is um, an energetic perspective on things and also my own personal take on things. Um, The second really important thing to say is if you have stumbled upon this pod, upon this podcast because you feel um, on the edge, you know, because you feel isolated, alone, or desperate in any way. Um, I, I'm not I'm not a professional, so um, all I can say to you, as one human being to another, is please know that you're not alone, and please reach out for help. Um, there there are a multitude of organisations out there who will help you. Um, and even if you know a family member or a friend who might be feeling suicidal, um, obviously there's the Samaritans, but there are other texting services where you can have text conversations um, with a trained counsellor to just kind of, you know, take you, take the heat off that space that you may find yourself in and just get you looking at things with a different perspective. So please know that also, and please, you know, dial the Samaritans or do a Google search and, you know, all of those things that you do, um, they are all those things that people do. They're their first steps. The cries for help are steps to say, I actually want to be in this world. So they're really crucial steps in, um, talking oneself down off the ledge. I just want to look at suicide from an energetic perspective and a perspective as I understand it spiritually. Um, this hasn't been, you know, gifted to me or given to me by some guru, and I'm not giving you um, the the tr- the truth in inverted commas. Like obviously, everyone has their own truth, but this is a truth that has really resonated for me. 
Um, on a personal level, I've had moments in my life from a very young age when I felt like I didn't want to be here anymore. And that being a human, like being a sensitive soul on this planet felt like the hardest thing to have to endure. And I think you might have heard the phrase that some people say, this is earth school. And, you know, we're here to learn lessons. But, you know, sometimes the lessons can be really damn hard. And sometimes the lessons feel completely um, disproportionate to the learning. Um, and so I had moments in my life from quite a young age when I just felt like I didn't want to be here. Um, and that continued throughout my adult years. Um, and I have had moments in my life, even at later points, in my, especially in my spiritual journey, when I was healing deep-seated wounds, where it's absolutely crossed my mind to not be here anymore and to find a route out. So what I share with you is what got me down off the ledge. What got me down off the ledge was my spiritual belief, was my spiritual connection. And somehow through probably, you know, my training as a Reiki master teacher and then working with clients and my own kind of reading um, around spirituality over the years, the belief that I have come to is that if we are to leave this incarnation very suddenly, so through any kind of trauma, whether it's an accident or our life is taken very suddenly or we choose to end our lives, the... The dying process is incomplete. Um, there is a process that the soul goes through when the soul is ready to leave. And it's a really beautiful process. And it's, there's a whole day that we spend on death and dying when I teach Reiki Master at Master's level. And it sounds like a really grim subject, but it actually isn't. It's a really beautiful subject when we, um, when we look at it. Because it's about how the soul starts to prepare itself for death. And... And the stages that the soul goes through to disconnect itself from the physical body and everything that could tether it to this world. But when we're kind of ripped out of this world, and I'm not going to go into whether it is our time or not our time, because I think, I think there's probably a lot of schools of thought on that. You know, like I think there could be one school of thought that says, well, our soul is in control of everything, including when we choose to leave, which includes accidents and, you know, um, you know uh, acts of God, like, you know, trauma that takes us away from this planet and suicide. So there would, there'd be a school of thought that says, well, that's, that's everything that we'd already agreed to go through when we came to this planet. And then I think there's other schools of thought that says that's not actually how we were meant to leave our incarnation and something took us off course and so on. And I, I don't think this is the place to go into that. Um, but how I have come to understand um, the death and dying process is that the soul goes through uh, stages of of choosing, of deciding to leave this body, and it's sort of like a saying goodbye of all the different bodies, like the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, and a, and a kind of um, putting to rest, like having peace with all the ties that may tether them to this planet, and then when the time is right when they feel that the time is right the transition home the transition back to whatever you believe that we go back to ends up being quite smooth and seamless there is a school of spiritual thought that says we are here to learn how to die properly and if we can master this life we will at will 
be able to choose when we wish to leave this incarnation and our soul can, be, can simply go on to another experience, another dimension, another realm. And that we won't be then caught in the wheel of karma, as in we have to come back to repeat lessons. Now, all of this, I know, starts being a shady area because if you don't believe in that and if you believe in heaven and hell, then you know some of this is not going to make sense. But I do think across the board with religion and spirituality is this idea that when we transition, we transition to a better place um, we, if, we've, if we've transitioned well. But if we don't transition well, how I have come to understand it is we sort of transition into a space of um, a sort of cyclical space, a space of nothingness, a kind of limbo. And then this is where shamanism comes in often and does psychopomp work, which is about helping souls to go home. So a lot of the work that mediums do um, when they're assisting souls to go home or um, sh shaman do is around this very thing, around traumatic death and assisting that soul to actually transition home fully. Because what tends to happen is the soul kind of wanders around believing that it's still on this planet, not sure if it is or not, hanging around with its loved ones, not being able to pass over to the other side, as they say. So in suicide, it's kind of an even bleaker, darker place, I have come to understand it, where the soul goes to, because the soul left this incarnation, this body, in such a painful state. And so because of all that pain, that mental, emotional, physical pain, wasn't able to transition with ease and grace to the next level, whatever you believe that is. And so, in some ways, the pain that we may be experiencing now that makes us feel that taking our life would be the best thing possible is nothing in comparison to the pain that we are um, setting ourselves up for uh, on the spiritual realm, where that pain is kind of endless. It's endless until someone comes along and assists that soul in going home. But even then, there is a lot of kind of reparation that that soul needs to go through and a lot of healing. Now, to some people, this is going to sound completely twee and nonsensical and just rubbish. And if, and if that is you, that is absolutely 100% okay. And obviously, you need to find um, the belief systems that work for you when it comes to what happens when you're on the planet and what happens when you die. Um, and, it's, and it's a beautiful search when we kind of seek out what our beliefs are and what resonates with our beliefs or not. But for some of you, this may resonate. Now, I share this because for me, whenever I've gotten to those places where I felt like I was, I was on the edge, where um, you know I wanted to leave this planet, the one thing that got me down off that ledge was knowing that were I to leave this incarnation in such a way the the place that I would be going to would be a million times worse in terms of pain um, than what I'm experiencing right now. And that I would probably then need to come back and repeat the very lessons that had led me to that act in the first place. And that 100% resonates with my belief system. And so it has consistently talked me down from uh, wanting to do anything as drastic as that. So I share this in a, I mean, who knows who this is going to reach, but I share this for any that might be finding our current world a difficult place to be in. Um, this is recorded in July 2019. I don't know when 
when it will be listened to and for how long. But, um, you know, I've been on this planet for a fair while now in this lifetime, and I've never known things to be so difficult and so intense, so sped up and so um, painful. And I think if you are a soul having a physical experience that is empathic, you know, that you're sensitive, that you're awake, that you see through the illusions, you see things for what they are, and you see how asleep we are as a world consciousness and how painful it is to be in this world at the moment because it seems difficult to find your tribe. Um, it seems difficult to find the light and everything feels like we're descending into deeper and deeper chaos and darkness. If you are a soul that is feeling that and having even the, you know, the smallest millisecond of thought that you don't want to be here anymore, then this is for you. This message is for you to say, you do want to be here because the alternative is a million times worse than what you're experiencing right now. Imagine everything that you're experiencing right now multiplied by a million all around you at all times and you having to experience that for eternity. That's my belief system and that's something that talks me down off the ledge. I remember uh, someone saying this to me um, years and years ago and I, I said, I don't want to be here anymore. And I was, I was really emotional as I was saying that. And he just said, um, you do, because the, the alternative is even worse. And you know that, spiritually you know that. And he kind of just left me with that thought. Um, he wasn't someone who had the greatest integrity, but in that moment he spoke with a lot of um, eloquence and it really it stayed in my consciousness. Um, I'm sure there are people out there who hear this that have been touched by suicide um, because it may have happened to a, f a family member, a friend, a friend of a friend. And this isn't to kind of put a really bleak spin on things. This isn't so that you start feeling terrible about what happened to them and feeling like, oh, no, that now they're not even at peace. This is why I say you have to find your own way with it. Um, how I see it energetically and shamanically is that as long as there's someone to help that soul transition, they don't have to stay in that state of limbo at all. So it's not that this stuff is kind of, um, you know, can't be repaired. It can be repaired. It's just that the journey onwards for that soul, once it's been helped to transition, is going to be a journey because of all the emotions that need to be processed. Um, all of that. All, all of that stored energy to be processed has led to them hurting themselves in such a way in order to choose to re leave this realm. I don't want to dwell too long on this subject matter because um, I think it can be quite triggering sometimes. Um, and some of you might think I'm talking complete nonsense and then others of you this might, you know, um, resonate with. So I'm just going to leave that as a seed I'm going to plant it out there and leave it as a seed. And I'm also going to say, if you, if you feel that you have been touched by this, that there's someone in your life that has experienced suicide um, or, or been touched by it in some way, and you do have a belief system in Reiki and shamanism and the spirit world, then um, you know just tune in because maybe that soul could do with some help. And all you really need to do is just get, get a really kind of legit, savvy, shamanic practitioner to assist you in just helping that soul to move on which is called psychopomp work 
um, and that can be done. And it's really, really beautiful work. And so, um, uh, yeah, just planting that seed as well. So until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.